to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? I forgot again, but it's going. <laughs> it's going alright. Yeah. No, that's fair. I like to. I, tr- I try to surprise you more than anything. Like I'll look away, like I'm like doing something, then come back and start. The How's it going? Like yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. E. I thought I was doing okay, but upon retrospection, retrospection, introspection, retrospect, retrospect. Yeah. Anybody, everybody, listen to the re- the retro episode. That was a good one. It was one of our better episodes, I think. I don't remember the content of the episode. I remember spending like an hour and a half on the intro. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think we just talked about a bunch of old games. Pretty sure. Oh, did we? Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> I just remember the intro. A bunch of old games, though. If we were to add one old game to that pile, like, you could argue it's an old game now. We could talk about Portal Two, specifically the co-op. We could do that. Do you want to? <laughs> it's probably for I the best like that we do. I feel like you're forcing the issue. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know what you prepared for, Dave, but I prepared for nothing. So let's talk about Jake. Portal 2. Jake, I didn't even prepare for the answer of how <laughs> I was doing. Oh, that's fair. But I yeah, did... it was good to go back and play some Portal 2 co-op because yeah. Portal 1, we, it got its whole fucking episode. Damn. Yeah. Great game. Obviously, great idea. Very fun to play those mechanics. Mm-hmm. Then Portal 2 expounded upon that. With the different things of like the gels, or the launch pads, and other things. And then they had a co op mode where you can dick over your friends. Yeah. Everything about Portal 2 was actually like a massive expansion over the first. They're like the first one was just orange box fodder. I don't even think they sold it individually. I'm pretty sure it only. No, came it was, yeah, just an orange box. Just and it's very box. simplistic. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's some polygons for walls and shit. I mean, it looks good. Yeah. But not as good as fucking Portal 2 does. It's true. I had to upgrade my computer to play that shit. <laughs> Oof. It looks. It does look way better. Yeah, the, like the first game, I think that you could beat it in like thirty minutes if you knew all the puzzles. Um, I think my record was forty. Okay. Yeah. Without fucking up, like right. like forty minutes. Yeah. Um, and speed running like instantly. I think you launch the game and you're done. But that doesn't really count. <laughs> it was super abused. Um, Portal Two. I feel like Valve kind of has this. Um, they have to prove themselves. I think more than a lot of other companies, they feel like they have to prove themselves whenever they release a game. Um, I agree with that. It's like after, especially after Left 4 Dead 2, which I think like some people actually criticized for coming out so early and they're like, why isn't this DLC? Like this came out like a year and a half or two years later. Because they're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think I actually remember a lot of Valve employees kind of like took that to heart. They're like, ugh mild criticism my one weakness <laughs> um well i mean they're kind of like the it's like steam and vent were like kind of the og shit back in the day mm-hmm. hey i'm gonna play some games online with my friends this is what's cool yeah because once bnet kind of fell off bnet and vent mm-hmm. that's where gamers would congregate and this is steam is what most people have used and still used to this day mm-hmm. As far as like, these are my game libraries and Steven Valve are buzz. And then they're making these cool titles and we're like, oh, they're kind of like their first in their field. They're kind of the best in their field. Mm-hmm. Like Half-Life 2, Episode 2. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> talks about. Yeah, exactly. To this day. I was like a pioneer of like a good FPS game design. Yeah. And yeah, so they really got their foot in the door in that regard. So like everything after that, uh, because this is how we operate as people, we're like, 
but what's next <laughs> exactly yeah that was a really great album of 13 songs you spent two years on <laughs> but where's the next one right but i like you now so where, where's the album <laughs> right yeah i feel like they definitely to a certain extent sort of suffered from that like um their releases dropped off super dramatically after um some people were too much hype was building for their games this isn't the half-life 3 episode but uh definitely out the gate with portal 2 it was clear that they spent a lot of time polishing it putting effort into the content like it's a it's a full single player campaign which we're yeah, not really talking good about but 12 to 16 hours yeah it's it's very lengthy which is not something I get to say that often. Hey, <laughs> <And> <laughs> quit talking about my dick. <laughs> so it's it's even that lengthy with, like, let's say I went through and I'm like, oh, I know most of the puzzles and like how to solve them. Yeah, it still takes a lot of time, and there's other content in it as well, as far as like cutscenes and story, and oh, things yeah. are happening. Yeah, no, it's it's really great, and it's quotable. It's got like a lot of uh, all the Cave Johnson quotes came from this one. Mm-hmm. So they can burn their house down with lemons. Um, no, freaking great. Also, space, space, gotta go to space. Yeah, uh, yeah. Recommend the game if that's not obvious. But in particular, in preparation for this, we played through the co-op, which is kind of like a microcosm of the mechanics. They introduce them to you more rapid fire um, because it's a slightly abbreviated experience. It's shorter. I think like about eight hours, probably, if you're going into it first run um yeah it took us some time yeah we didn't we nowhere near eight hours though we're, no we're freaking definitely good. not <laughs> yeah there, there were a lot of ones early on where it was like easy peasy jake and i were like high-fiving with one hand the other one <laughs> other hand was like shooting portals and we were just jumping through <laughs> right dimensions um but it still feels good when you know the mechanic and then applying it yeah which felt all the more brutal later on where the same mechanics were in play but we got stumped on some puzzles. Yes, yeah. Um, but even then, finding the aha moment or, God, I'm dumb, mm-hmm. moments. Um, super solid throughout everything. Yeah, we've, we've covered a couple different puzzle games, I think. And, like, it's it's no secret that I'm not usually a huge fan of, like, puzzle Talos games. Talos being the main yeah, example, I Talos. think. Um, did we ever do... We didn't do The Witness. No, other people have done the witness. Nobody's gonna. <laughs> no one's done that. Listen to us play the witness. No. Uh, have you ever looked at things? <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, the, my first pass through Talos Principle, I didn't. I hadn't beat it because I played it. I enjoyed it a bit. I got stuck, and then like had to take a break, come back, solved it when I thought of the solution. I was just like, this is awesome. Then I got stuck on the next puzzle, and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I don't have time to step away for two hours. I don't. It becomes it an emotional investment. Uh, on top of a time investment yeah whereas like nothing in portal it could be because of the way it's spatially set up but it feels like it's less frustrating for me even when we were stuck on a puzzle because there were still a lot of things i could try like i could sit down and kind of plan things out in a way that functionally it's using pieces similar to like what you would in another puzzle game like talos but um I don't know. There's something kind of liberating about feeling uh, playing Portal that feels less constraining than other puzzle games to me. I think partially is because they give you a lot of... I mean, it's design flexibility, mm-hmm. but being able to navigate essentially anywhere with the portal guns and then using the portals to connect other things. Like, maybe you need to pass an object through yeah, because you can't pass through another way 
or maybe you need to connect something like a laser from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. And just having those options really opens it up. Now, it's always, for the most part, I'd say 99% of the time, one solution. Yeah. But it never feels like a super linear, hey, go down this hallway, do this thing. Yeah. Come back with the key, put the key here, do the other thing. Um, It was really nice to go through these levels, especially in the later ones. Mm Mm-hmm. And we just look around, we're like, all right, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. <laughs> and then we figure out, like, we got to go there, which means we probably have to do something here. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of work backwards with, here are the tools I have in my toolbox, and here are the things, and fuck, I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. I think I think you touched on, like, what I actually appreciate about Portal compared to other games. Like, in uh, the ability to work backwards using simple pieces. Like, all of the pieces... Uh, with very few exceptions in Portal 2 that you get for puzzles are um, simple in nature. It's just like, oh, it's a laser. You're pointing at something. Cool. Or like, oh, it's a jump pad. You fling something somewhere. Awesome. It's like, oh, you know, all of this. It's just using that in conjunction with the portals to formulate a solution that, um, well, is the objective. But no individual piece is, like, really complicated. You're not trying to juggle a bunch of things at once. You're not controlling time or doing anything that's cool and can be fun in its own right and like in another game but in portal the the difference between not having the puzzle solved solved and having the puzzle solved is very quick usually like as soon as you know what the solution is you're like got it and then you implement it and it's done yeah and it's definitely had more in the way of certain timing constraints mm-hmm. happening later on where maybe something gets launched you need to catch it before it goes yeah. in acid uh, becomes more common, which wasn't really an element in the first one, right? Um, There's also the, uh, the in particular the uh, the player in the spike machine uh, one where someone Jesus else Christ. <laughs> had to had to get them through. <laughs> so some of the co-op things are just it kind of opens up like, hey, we have two portal guns you have access to, yeah, and maybe one person needs to be able to push a button while the other person goes and does a thing. Uh, but the one that really exemplifies the teamwork aspect, which Jake is referring to, is I kind of put Jake into an area yeah, kind of behind a class box so I can see him. Mm-hmm. I can also hold tab to see what he's seeing. Which is awesome, actually, as a feature. Yeah. I really appreciate that. You can also kind of like make call-outs for like, hey, something here, do this thing. Yeah. Um, but Jake was going through the spike trap, and we had portals to control a kind of anti-gravity it's like a vortex thing yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so it'll either like push you slowly in one direction or pull you back slowly in one direction or as we've referred to it as 13 year olds blow and suck yeah blow and suck while giggling Mm -hmm. but whether i stepped on this button or not would change it between blow and suck teehee right Uh, so i had to try and make sure jake was balanced in between spikes because anytime he would hit them he would die right exactly um and he would kind of navigate like, hey, I'm next. I'm at this next section of this spike tunnel. I can redirect the portal to change. I'm not going horizontally. I'm not going vertically. Yeah. Somehow we went through this without Jake dying. Yeah, I didn't die at all. But damn, did we get close. I almost really killed Jake towards the end of it <laughs> and every other point during that. Yeah, no, it was... There were some harrowing experiences, but... Uh, I really feel like Portal 2 is trustful of the game. 
like if you're playing this game for the most part we work together um because i think on average i could be wrong but i think on average when people play portal 2 is like a co-op experience there's like these are the deaths i will inflict upon the other person uh just messing around but then douchebags go beyond that (laughs) so i i played this before with drunk aj (laughs) and you know how aj is sober um, so drunk AJ thought it was hysterical that I would be, I would die. Mm-hmm. So he would just remove light bridges and other yep. things. He'd be like, Dave, I'm not going to do it this time. Just jump down. Just jump down. <laughs> it's like when somebody's in their car like, listen, I'm not going to drive away. Just get in. Yeah. Just get in. We'll go to Taco Bell. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's 100% that. But we had like an uh, absurd amount of focus, I think, for this. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't... It's it's beneficial to us that we grew up together, mm-hmm. right, uh, went to true. school together, worked right. together, mm-hmm. have a podcast together, right. and have like kind of understanding and dynamic. Because mm-hmm. we, I feel like we're good at communicating. Like, hey, here's some tools over here. Uh, how can we use this? Right. Oh, maybe I can shoot this portal here. Anytime I killed you in that, it was involuntary. I did it on accident. <laughs> That's true. I also yeah. killed myself many times accidentally as well. So yeah. I can't really judge you too much. Yeah. It's a good it's a good team building experience though. Like you play as these um the robots basically get assembled for every level Atlas and Peabody. Um and Atlas is Mike Wazowski, for anybody who's curious. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> he is though. He really is. Uh and Peabody is tall. A long a longer egg. Yeah. <laughs> um but I don't know. They, the, these robots Valve's really good at taking characters that wouldn't naturally have personality and injecting a lot of personality into them. Um, it's mannerisms. It's yes. all mannerisms. Yeah. So it's essentially like a... I'm trying to remember the exact phrase. Like the personality cores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have arms and legs yeah. and uh, portal guns. Um, but it's essentially like one giant eye. So having the machines kind of like move around the eye to be like oh, they're emoting for, like, concern or, right. like, anger yeah. or excitement. And just, like, the little words that they do and, like, dances, it just adds a lot of character to them and makes you more invested in the game itself. Yeah. And I, I think, like, that's got to be Valve's pastime, basically, at this point. Like, let's pick, a, pick, let's pick something that is intrinsically not very emotive and make people, like, enjoy their, their character. Um there was this and um uh glados obviously it's like how far can you go with literally just a robot attached to the ceiling well the thing is throughout portal one for the most part you didn't see glados Mm -hmm. so it's just her personality coming through on the speaker true that's true so it's just like good writing and even in portal two where spoilers gladys gets put in a fucking potato she still has like that dialogue to go off of yeah because you as a character can't really say anything. Um, but yeah, they do a great job of that. And just adding like a little bit of color to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel pretty hard tangent. Yeah. Left turn into like Overwatch. Mm-hmm. All those characters are very unique and expressive and have their own type of genre almost. Kind yeah, of like type like tropes and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Chops would have been the ideal word right. for that whole sentence. <laughs> Liet motifs is what I'm supposed to say here. <laughs> we haven't haven't heard that in ages. <laughs> but yeah, um, they do a lot more with a little 
Yeah. Which exactly. I always appreciate. Again, stop talking about my dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because, again, to reiterate another thing I always say, it really sucks when you have a game or a story or something mm-hmm. and you want to convey something to... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to convey something to the person who's getting the user experience, mm-hmm. uh, it sucks to like force it down their throat and treat them like idiots. Yeah. Um, Hi, I'm the such and such character and this is my... Right, we, exactly. Cool. I'll pick up on it. Just let the character live mm-hmm. and be themselves, and you'll gain it over time. Right. Awesome. Yeah. It's kind of like the old filmmaker adage show, don't tell. Yes. It's like sometimes, yeah, you, you have to tell, but anytime that you can, show instead. Because it's intrinsically more interesting for people to feel that they figured something out um, or picked up on something instead of having it explained to them like they were a child. Yeah. So, like, Let's say the early days of silent movies, mm-hmm. you didn't always necessarily need the text in between of like what was going on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You see people doing actions. You can fucking connect the dots. Yeah. Like I was watching a, not Charlie Chaplin, who's... um Charlie's Angels. <laughs> the movie that's coming out? No. <laughs> oh, now I feel like shit. Mm-hmm. This person's dead anyway. It doesn't matter. Right, it doesn't matter. Um, Only his grandchildren can... <laughs> can uh, come after the episode uh, the but it was episode. a lot of physical comedy um and you just see these things happen and you are on board because you understand that part of human experience of like a lot of humor is in failure or narrow escapes from situations you're like i can see that shit happening to me yeah and yeah. you don't need somebody being like watch out for that thing that you're about to hit we get it yeah exactly. not fucking blind yeah it's kind of impressive that for Portal 2, they kind of, uh, they have entirely disparate accomplishments. They take a character who is only a voice for most of the game, GLaDOS, and make her exceptionally interesting. And then they take characters who literally have no voices, the robots, and they make them exceptionally interesting. Um, I think that's, I don't know, that's cool. It's cool that completely opposite sides and it still works. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, there's kind of a cool down period this is another right hook turn um which is made even less even more jarring by uh, announcing the segue but um between levels uh, they disassemble the robots they just like take off the arms and the legs and there's just the cores in the center they send you down a chute you get a loading screen and then you go into the next level mm-hmm. and it's this kind of cool decompression time where you can just kind of sit back and appreciate you're just like ha I am so smart before like reality hits you and you get to the next puzzle and you're like, God, why have you done this to me? Um, and I don't know. I, I really appreciate the pacing of portal um, even more now. So I've gone back and played it and we, we uh, the last time we didn't do the optional puzzles uh, at the end. Um, I had, I don't think I'd ever done them. Um, I don't remember them being there or, I remember there was a good period of time where I was trying to get people to do Portal to mm-hmm. co-op. But by the time I was actually doing that, everyone had already played it with everybody else. Yeah. Um, so nobody really wanted to. So I'd find somebody and play with them for a little bit, but never through the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. the. I feel like we should jump back to talk about we, some we of should. the yeah, yeah. other levels before we get to the awesome bonus shit. Yeah. You'll know when we get back to the, uh, the bonus stuff. But... Um, they, they do introduce all of the mechanics that the uh, single-player game 
introduced, but there's kind of the, in the creative space, there's a lot more they can do when they know you have two puzzles in single player game, you know, um, you can only manipulate a light bridge because Chell always only had two portals, right? In single player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you can only manipulate a light bridge, change the opening like one time. Um, in multiplayer, it's like, oh no, you're going to chain this stuff for a while um, to kind of like build a path across, um, which is probably one of the most trolly. Like, if you are playing with someone who wants to kill you, like dropping, you mentioned dropping the light bridge. That's one yeah, of the easiest Yeah, it's really to easy it. to, or just not realize where the other person is and replay something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or not realize that you have the source right. portal. <laughs> Let me move the source. Um, because a lot of times you'll need to, like Jake was saying, chain things together because mm-hmm. maybe jake would need to set up a light bridge across a certain area have to go through a portal not a portal sailing wall yeah essentially a wall that stops everything so if you had portals they're now gone right if you're carrying an item that item is now destroyed the disintegration yeah walls yeah. so you can walk through as a player but that's about it right it is companion cubes yes yeah <laughs> um so a lot of times i'd have to go through on the other side and then do some action and you kind of have to do things separately mm-hmm. and then connect back together. Or a lot of times maybe Jake would help me get to the end of the puzzle and then I'd have to do some action to be able to get him back up to where I was as well. Yeah. And I also realized uh, kind of as a, as a meta point um, that like with other puzzle games, uh, it's really hard. For- and that sound means it's time for an intermission where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? I would like to talk about a few news items that uh, have come up in the news recently. I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna every time you <laughs> do this, I'm gonna link you per happily and be like, "This is you." <laughs> which which news items that came up in the news? So yeah, in uh, in gaming news, uh, we've got a couple things going on recently. There's been some uh, game announcements and some some things that came out. Um, Jedi Fallen Order came out. And I'm going to pick that up at some point. Um, Someone said it was like... uh, Someone equated it to Dark Souls in some way. I have no idea how that's true. For all footage that I have seen, uh, I believe that to be a blatant lie. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. It looks better than other Star Wars games I've seen from footage. Yeah. uh, But it does not look like I would get enjoyment out of it. And it Mm -hmm. definitely does not feel like a Souls-like from what I've seen. Yeah, I I don't think it's a Souls like. I'm probably gonna pick it up at some point because I play most of the Star Wars games that aren't Lego, and I have a lot of fun with them. Uh, Enjoyed Force Unleashed, things like that. But um, I'll, I'll do that on my own time, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll circle around. It's not top of my list. Um, as far as other things that have been announced recently, uh, we had an official announcement for Path of Exile Two. Yeah. Which is uh, the second game in the Path of Exile series, as it turns out. Um, and it, it will be better than Diablo 4, which also was announced semi-recently. At BlizzCon, yeah. They talked about that. Um, there wasn't a red shirt guy in this case to interrupt them and be like, oh, April Fool's state, yes, no. But um, I think that's probably probably for the best for them. Well, honestly, like they have what they are doing down... They don't really need to change their formula, mm-hmm. but they are expanding a lot upon content in the game as far as like new campaign. Obviously, the graphics engine looks better. Right. Um, 
and the reorganizing how gems are being done. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, Path of Exile looks good too. <laughs> Ooh, zing. I'm just kidding. It actually does apply to both games though. Because like they were bringing back the, the rune words for uh, Diablo. Holy shit. I'm actually now slightly interested. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a bad trailer and yeah. the gameplay footage looked decent for Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. But rune words... Again, it just really ties back to nostalgia from Diablo 2 and nothing I know, more. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Like They're just like, how do, how do we move further back in time in order to... We've to brought Deckard Kane back to life. <laughs> right, exactly. The thing is, though, <laughs> really still upset with how they took him out in Diablo 3. Not going to talk about it. But. Well, it's the thing is, he couldn't continue to be in Diablo 3 because he had uh, another project going on in Heroes of the Storm. Okay, so, yeah. He couldn't do both projects simultaneously. Right, yeah, Blizzard exclusive. Precluding other Blizzard exclusives. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I mean, dying off screen always sucks. Uh, and that's that's how I hope I go off screen. Uh, I'm pat- gonna record your death. <laughs> 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 we gotta get content where we can, really. Um, but yeah, Path of Exile too. Um, I don't know uh, exactly when these games are coming out. Like when I think it's sometime next year um, for Path of Exile, which will almost definitely be well before Diablo. Um, but I look forward to playing Path of Exile, possibly someday maybe playing Diablo, and then being like, you know, fight. You know, just kind of push push them up against each other and see if they'll, like, swing their arms. I'll definitely hang around for the drama, but I probably will not play both. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, no. I feel like there was one other game that was announced that's probably worth mentioning. No, I think it's... In the... Uh... In the pipe space, in the Valve space. Valve. I mean, we've already talked a lot about Valve games today, so maybe you're just confused there. Okay. Yeah. For us to describe things in a way that's going to make any sense in a podcast, you're like, remember that room where, like, on the opposite wall there was an opening, and we fired the portal through, and then the ball came out, and or like when the ball broke out of the the building in the center, and then we had to chase it down and go through a wall. Like that doesn't mean anything to anyone listening. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a little hard to describe. Um, yeah. We can talk about some mechanics, though. That's true. Um, what? So, the basics. Yeah. Portals. Okay. What's that? Oh, shit. I, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't paying attention when we played. I'll be honest. You did most of the work. <laughs> Jake was uh, blindfold, just going on instinct alone. <laughs> so, you start off with two portals for each character. Mm. Uh, so, you can essentially connect two points in space. Um, so if I shoot at the ceiling above me mm-hmm. and the floor below me, assuming they are portable surfaces, meaning yep. that they're white, no judgment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, if I go through one, I come out the other. Right. So in that example I just described, you can technically create an infinite loop and get maximum velocity because you're falling indefinitely. Yeah. So maybe you... Jake will make these portals for me. I'll go through his portals instead of my own. Mm-hmm. And then he will change the out portal so that instead of me falling through the ceiling again, I'm being launched out of somewhere at an angle. Yes, yeah. And then you can use those types of things to navigate around certain gaps that you can't normally jump. Or maybe you need to get height on a certain thing. Yeah, that would be like one of, I think, two main ways for um, momentum preservation. Um, the other being the uh, the orange goop. So, so you can oh my god the goof so you can f- essentially fall but not really fall just run really fast on this goop between horizontal portals um continuing to 
maintain momentum. Yeah, it's like a frictionless. I mean, obviously there's some friction because you're able yeah. to move forward on it. Yeah, but it starts acceleration, but acceleration doesn't stop. Is yes, the thing. yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work. I don't think it's possible. I, I haven't done the physics, but I don't think that's how anything works. No, I, the Kraft macaroni and cheese sauce is easily my favorite. Because <laughs> um, like you said, it gives you a momentum option without having to have portable services yeah. everywhere. Um, and a lot of times they'll restrict that too. Mm-hmm. Maybe say like, hey, um, we're going to give you like a portable wall here, but that's about it see ya yeah and you're like oh shit so you have to figure out other ways to maybe you have to interact with the button mm-hmm. maybe you need to set up some goop maybe you have to move a box somewhere yeah i think that's also that's part of the one of the things i really like about portal is the the constraints that they put on you especially in the early game where it's just like hey there's only so many portalable surfaces which grants you immediate recognition oh i can i can and probably should put a portal over there um and the mechanics i'm playing with i'll need to direct if i need to direct them through a portal it's going to be like that one um contrasted to something like talos principle where uh if you're like moving the crystals around it's just like i know exactly which one you're talking to like direct a laser Um, is it the one where it's like a square i i i I, like five doors i know what you're talking about too uh yeah basically one of those yeah um I appreciate the way Portal does it because they don't. It's not a figure it out puzzle. It can be, and we might have solved one or two like that. But um, for the most part, it's an identification puzzle. It's something you do truly figure out. You don't stumble into the solution as much. Um, no, definitely not. Yeah. Um, another thing they introduced pretty early. Actually, the first really they introduced. And I mentioned it was the the launch plates. Um, which are one of the few real timing components uh, to the game. So um, usually it's pretty simple. It's just like, oh, a cube's going to fall on a plate. It'll launch. Maybe somebody has to catch it in the air. Mm -hmm. Um, My favorite puzzle solution that requires the launch plates is um, the intuitive discovery that things uh, can collide in the air. so I, I think you know like the solution I'm thinking of, but there's one point where you have to both land on launch plates at the same time. You're launched toward each other. If the other person's not there, if you don't collide, the person would fall to their death. They'll go over a platform in the center and they'll die. Yeah. But if both people are there, they hit each other in the air. There's like some sparks because these <laughs> robots collide, and then they both drop on the escape platform and you can walk out. I love that. Yeah, that was one of those things where. I was looking at him like, if we launch out here, that overshoots. Yeah. If we launch out here, that overshoots. There's no portable surfaces on the other side where we need to get to. Mm-hmm. Then you have that realization where you literally smack bodies together <laughs> and you high five while you do it. Check, like, fuck yeah, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like certain solutions that they have for puzzles are obviously aha, mm-hmm. but also like really fucking cool. Yeah. So, one that I really enjoyed, it incorporates the blow suck tube mm-hmm. yeah. um, where if you you can put other objects in besides yourself so there's another cube that will transmit a laser if a laser is shot into it right there's also a light bridge which you can walk on oh, if, yeah. it's, if it's um horizontal or mm-hmm. if it's vertical it would act as a wall 
Yeah. So we set that up. We rearranged the blow suck thing in a way. There's a laser also. So I put up the cube and essentially got pushed into the wall. Mm-hmm. The laser was into it. So it was stuck in place in midair. Yeah. Shooting at where the receptacle it needed to, mm-hmm. to raise an elevator for Jake and I. Yeah. So it's really cool to kind of like set things in motion and then like go to the end and you're like, wait for it, wait for it. Yeah. It's just a Rube Goldberg machine that generates the solution. You're just like put, putting everything and this goes here and this goes here and we'll slowly drop this up into the vortex and we run to the exit. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know. It feels great. It, I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> Basically <laughs> the takeaway. Um, yeah, I know. I know exactly which one you're talking about. I like, some of the some of the puzzles, it just feels so good to reach that uh, solution and be like, "Oh right, like I can I can straight up block this thing like the like the cube, um, or use uh, puzzle pieces in a way that you haven't really thought about before." But it was always available to uh, available to you. You just never really thought about it. Um, I don't know. I just I really appreciate it. I also like, which is definitely more so, or maybe only in the co-op. Mm-hmm. is the ability to short circuit things so maybe initially you're like to get from point a to point b i need four portals right uh, but it then allows you to have a piece or access to a better vantage point so you can essentially reduce the amount of resources or tools that you're using oh right, right yeah to facilitate you getting forward because mm-hmm. you're like man if i had like just one extra portal or one extra item this would be so easy yeah and then you find something else is actually redundant based on your actions or where you are. Uh, so you remove that and you're like, nice. Yeah. And you keep progressing forward. You improve your, your resource efficiency and move yeah. at the end. Yeah. But I feel like that's pretty common in most puzzle games. Yeah. You give them a limited set of things that they can do. And they're like, well, if I do this, it's impossible. Yeah. And then you're like, wait for it. And they're like, but if I do this. Yeah. Ah. I think it's like the, I don't know if it's a full trope or not, but going back for the puzzle piece uh, thing, like Braid does this sometimes too, where it's like, I have literally no resources for the next part of this puzzle, but now that you've progressed down this path, you can actually backtrack, grab the solution to the previous phase of the puzzle that you Mm -hmm. already figured out and use like a shortcut or something to bring this solution to the next phase and use it again. It's the reuse kind of mechanic. I really liked when Portal 1 did that with the the actual companion cube. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, using it as a, a step ledge to get yeah, up at the, the end. the step ledge. Use it to block death balls. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a really... That's probably the iconic Portal level. Like, There's a lot of really good ones, and that's the one I think a lot of people remember. Um, yeah, the other... We mentioned the orange goop, which is the go fast, which is always fun. Um, the zoop the zoop yeah <laughs> like and those were both added in this game and i think the first time i encountered you them, said both what, what's the other one if not orange uh the other one's blue yeah. ah yeah so bloop uh, yeah it's the bloop um or the jupe because it's jump goop whoa <laughs> <laughs> hold on now <laughs> but um so those are both added in portal 2 and if you didn't know that they were coming in the game um it's kind of a big revelation because everything else in portal is very like kind of linear physics based you're like oh we're moving cubes around we can redirect like a laser maybe um but you're mostly dealing with lines essentially right 
and the goop is like no we're fluid we fluid here <laughs> um and you can get it through portals and like just globs of this stuff will fly and like coat coat services yeah and a lot of times we've needed to like re-coat services mm-hmm. uh, to do different things like for me to get from here to here in a timely fashion i needed the orange zoop mm-hmm. uh, but i also needed some blue at the end a patch down there yeah yeah, yeah. a little little jump pad mm-hmm. so i could clear a gap um so we'd have to shoot like an opening portal wherever the goop is dropping mm-hmm. trigger that but also have an exit portal at this certain specific angle so it would go to a certain spot yeah but that was really fun to play with for every level i think one of the best ones it was a square room mm-hmm. like most of the rooms are yeah. mm-hmm. um but the eventual solution for the puzzle was having a vertical light bridge which was covered in orange goop oh, yeah. and some blue at the top and then another vertical jesus a horizontal <laughs> light bridge yeah yeah that was covered in orange goop and then some blue at the end mm-hmm. so essentially like you ran in and then you got bounced twice yeah back to the platform above you to finish the puzzle like you know the um in like a lot of platformers or things like that where you have like a jump mechanic you can jump off of a wall for like an accelerated for a little extra height um or you have to do like a bit of a climb and then jump off. Like this is, uh, usually you have to grab on the wall and then jump off, which makes sense. You could propel yourself up a little bit, depending on physics if you do that. And this one, as a robot, you get bounce scoop on two sides of a uh, upward corridor, basically, and momentum just carries you to the top. It makes no sense. You get extra <laughs> like height just bouncing from side to side, and I love it. It's great. It also feels hilarious to bounce to the end of the puzzle after you figured out the solution. You're just like, here we go. <laughs> I'm just on my hippity hoppy and <laughs> just waiting for death. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just, it's really great. Um, and the goop feels really good to use. Uh, the third type. So you mentioned There's it. a third type oh of goop? Oh my gosh. It shouldn't have gotten AFK in <laughs> those last puzzles there. But... I'm sorry, man. I was, <laughs> I was busy. This is the one that like, if I was a game designer, I never would have made it. No, like, I, don't, I don't hate myself that much. Like as a game designer and also this goop. Um, but <laughs> the, uh, yeah. maybe, maybe different color. <laughs> but um, white goop, uh, which is the, the concentrated liquid moon dust that all of the white surfaces are painted with, but in liquid form in this case, um, makes portable surfaces if you can cover it. Which is fucking nuts. It's really, really crazy because everything else in the game is just like, here are the operational constraints. Go. And now it's like, now you can just make portal surfaces. <laughs> Go. <laughs> it's like you walk into a new house, the painter's like, I don't know where you want this shit. <laughs> where do you want us to paint the walls? <laughs> so like there's a pipe that's just leaking white goop mm-hmm. uh, and everything else in the room is some mechanical like brown or yellow yeah something metallic and you have to like bridge a gap later on there's some turrets in the distance and you're like what am i supposed to oh so you essentially like start to paint the fucking level yeah and uh maneuver around so that you can then portal to the other side yeah paint the white stuff everywhere yeah yeah it's but it feels cool once you have the realization you're like oh i'm given all this power mm-hmm. <sighs> what you gonna do with all that power <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's... It's also nice to chain into... Like, I have the source portal and the exit portal. Mm-hmm. 
But then Jake could continue that chain by putting his portals through as well. Yeah. And the whole time, because it's not actually hitting the ground, the momentum is uh, persistent. Yeah, which exactly. Because really nice. it's like if you were to like like rearrange the portals, you're basically making a tunnel for the goop to fall through in the air um, <coughs> until it actually reaches its uh, final destination. Whoa! I know, right? <laughs> Don't kill the goop. <laughs> um, so you can keep building up height by moving it through all of these portals to reach newfound destinations. I don't know. It's just great. I I really like the uh, that goop. Like I said, I wouldn't have made it, and I give Valve a lot of props for actually introducing it to the game. Um, yeah, it's kind of a, I assume, a little bit of an intense mechanic to be like, all right, this is the game world, and let's add this property to possibly everything yeah but conditionally so speaking of adding the property to possibly everything we have the uh the bonus missions at the end bonus missions which uh, i started to talk about and then dave wisely steered me away from it uh, as it is the end of the co-op experience so maybe maybe you covered that at the end of the episode but um this is really where the difficulty ramps up and i think the first thing that probably ramped up the difficulty for me is usually the robots Peabody and Atlas have color associations, uh, blue and orange, much like the portals. The intro tubes for the final area are color agnostic. You could put either either robot on either spot before they get sucked into the final area. And I'm not sure how to deal with that. I don't exclusively remember <laughs> that portion. Um, oh, it was in the the main lobby area when you're re when you're entering. Uh, area six, I guess, would be six. It's not numbered, but I think it's six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but also, the, just the difficulty starts to spike, and it turns into a series of thinkers, kind of. Instead of, we yeah. got it. Also, it's less like you're doing things together as much as you're doing things separately. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would need to do something on my side because at least for some of the levels uh things were segregated yeah so i might need to do something to help jake get past an obstacle on his side so then he could send a laser over to my side to kill the turrets that were in the way yeah so i could then like send a portal over to send the box back so he could jump on that type of thing yeah it was a lot of like assisting each other's side of the play field manipulating each other's variables but physically you're separated like with a glass wall or something like that um it's an interesting take on it because it, again, is like, how do we take a constraint and design puzzles around that? Instead of offering people freedom, just give them a constraint, and it makes the puzzle more processable. Processable for me? I don't know. Easier to process. I agree. Um, and then, you know, you meet back up. Once you actually get through those puzzles, you can, like, do a high five or a hug or, like, rip the robot apart or whatever, you know. You can do these cute little emotes, like you can play uh, rock, paper, scissors, you can dance, Yeah. you can hug, and the one kind of awkwardly pats the other like, uh, yeah, thanks. Well, you can dance if you want to. All right, see you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you guys for listening to this. No. Um, yeah, no, it's the, the emotes are actually really great um, and necessary at the, the very end, because I don't know why, but you have to emote to... Uh, to open the final door to open the vault yeah which is i don't know 
I guess it's not the very end. It's it's like the fake end. It's the end I got the first time, but it happens before the bonus levels. Um, yeah, so it's the natural end, but it's just not the the bonus end. Yeah, um, but yeah, the rest of these levels like they kind of turn standard, like the, the the ways you've been trained on your head like are always work together. You know, if there's a puzzle, how do we use two portal like two sets of portals to solve it? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that screwed us up the most like early. And I think I, I, I asked you, I was like, hey, do you want to like look up anything for this? We didn't look up any solutions, no. by the way. I refused to look, well, for most things, I refuse to look up solutions. Yeah. Because then once I have the solution, I'm like, cool. Yeah, you, you then, didn't get anything out of it. Yeah, it's just, because then I burned all that time mm-hmm. for nothing. <laughs> right. I could have just looked it up from the start. Yeah. So I'd feel better banging my head against the wall, but then actually figuring it out and saying, when I was your age, we... <laughs> right. It's inherently unsatisfying to bang your head against the wall and then hire a contractor to tear down the wall for you. This wall, my head's bleeding. Please <laughs> just... Uh... Let, me, let, me, let me do this. Um, but the puzzle we encountered was uh, we basically had an idea of what we needed to do. We knew of all of the locations. Ultimately, we needed portals to be, and we just could not get there. Like, I could not resolve that state, and... The thing that was holding us up actually was the first piece of the puzzle. You needed one part, one person, to just do on their own, um, which we figured out. And I'm convinced that's probably like the hard part. You say we? Well, I was stumped the entire fuck. It's that a, level destroyed me. I mean, you had the solution to more puzzles than not. So like, I, I this I'm is glad true. I had one. <laughs> I'm glad I had one I could fall back on and be yeah. like, all right. You I got the one that completely stumped my ass. Um, and then the other, it was a combination of that, having one person do a more complicated series of uh, tasks. And then also using both puzzle, both portals together to get one person uh, with their portal set up uh, with an input and an output. Yes. Um and once you had both of those things, you know, basically done, problem essentially solved. Uh, but man, we just sat there and could not figure it out. Well, the hard part is like you go into it and you're working backwards. Like, okay, we have to do this, which means we have to go here and place this here. Uh, but you're yeah. thinking under the constraints a lot of times of, but how can I do this? Because if I do this, this is now negated. Right. So you're already thinking of like this negative case doesn't actually work. Mm-hmm. So you get in this mindset of like, but that's impossible because I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at these options I know of and I've talked about already and they don't work. Me fell, me fell portal. That's impossible. <laughs> so it's, it's fun to kind of turn things on their head and say, but what if it is possible? What if this thing that I'm saying is absolutely impossible is doable? Yeah. I'm just approaching it from a different angle. Yeah. So some of the things you kind of try and brute force, uh, other things you kind of like theory craft, and then it all comes together. I'm like, God damn it, Jake, you're so smart. <laughs> you would think with like how satisfying the perspective puzzles are in Portal, I would have appreciated the witness more. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, yeah, no. The the final portals or the final puzzles, I think, if, you, if you're playing through this in co-op and you and your partner get to the end of it and you're like, you know what? We're awesome. We're working well together. We're like hammering through these we we are a unit um that's your test to see if you should go on to the bonus puzzle because like if your partner's just killing you like he's trying to get his kda up 
<laughs> they were Pro- portal probably two. not going to work so so well in the last bit. No. Yeah, no. Uh, the frustration will break him, and he will break you. <laughs> so, don't do that. <laughs> Coming for those knees, boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're just they're they're great. I think as far as satisfaction, um, the final puzzles of the game. Again, I don't normally like puzzle games per se. Um, the final uh, puzzles in co-op uh, really. They were really satisfying to figure out, and I had a lot more fun with them than even the rest of the co-op puzzles. And part of that was because you just knew the solutions, or you were just really good at them. So I walked into your room, and Dave's like, "I'm at the end. Well, it's Where not are like you?" I solved them. It's just that they were like simple enough to solve. So it was like around the same time, we're like, "Oh, this is what we have to do." You have to have a really high IQ. <laughs> really I watch Rick and Morty. Did right. you know that? Um, <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, it's just, it felt like it wasn't freebies at a point. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. we gotta. Yeah. You gotta powder the hands, wash the, the powder thing off is, your hands, go back to the keyboard. <laughs> I felt like if I played this again in like two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, I would still get stumped by some of them. Oh, yeah. Because I would forget. It's true. I forgot, like, almost. I, I basically forgot all of them. <laughs> yeah, like, I think you had the benefit of like a refreshed memory on some of the, the early co op ones where you're like, oh, yeah, this one. Start like trekking to the the end. I'm like, I had what do you what are the elements of this puzzle? <laughs> there were definitely moments where I was like, and now I'll portal this service. And Dave's like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, it is fun though when um in like in certain cases I like knew what I was doing and what Jake should be doing. Yeah. And I was just trying to convey that. And Jake was not yet on the same page. I'm just like rapid firing portals at this <laughs> Just left like right click. He'd be like walking in stuff. I'm like, no, Jake, just just come. It's, it's all set up. Just walk down. Just walk over here. <laughs> or vice versa would happen mm-hmm. as well. Uh-huh. Um, where I'd be like, I don't know what you're doing. And you're like, please stop taking my portals. Yeah. Please. The the flip side of it is as we got to the harder portals at, or the harder puzzles at the end, as soon as someone got the, the, uh, the insight and the enlightenment to uh, the actual solution to the puzzle, they'll be like, trust me for a second, shoot a portal here, and then shoot a portal there. And then, like, the other person would just pause and be like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) This is the universe. This is everything. It's full of stars, apparently. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's nice to be able to to elevate people, to enlighten them, Uh, which I was the recipient of more than... The uh, enlightened her, but hey, Jake, did you know that uh, Cheerio is technically a limited form of alphabet cereal? My god, mm-hmm. jeez, that's a lot. Uh, I can't continue after that, so um, if you have feedback, I guess <laughs> no, uh, play Portal 2, it's really fun, it goes on sale. Check it out, grab a friend. If you don't have a friend, grab Dave. And um, I'll, I'll definitely spend another 16 hours on that. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't kill him repa- repeatedly over and over, and you'll probably have it's a good bannable experience. offense. I will ban you from listening to me speak ever again. <laughs> we have the power to do that. <laughs> we'll stop recording the podcast. <laughs> that would actually work. Yeah, <laughs> they could always go back to our earlier episodes where we talk about things such as retro games. You really want to hand that intro? <laughs> no, right. It is fucking good, though. Right. I don't care what anybody says. I've monetized exactly one episode. Figure out which one it is. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. Super fun, though. Uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Soapstone. As always, you can reach out to us 
at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com if you want to contact us directly, or you could join the discussion on Facebook at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. What he said. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Uh, until next time, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night.